Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 203. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com. We're excited to have with us the internationally acclaimed comic creator of Birth of Golden Arm, Eddie Ubido. Eddie, how you doing? Yeah, good, good. Not, not bad. It's a, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's about about midnight over here, so yeah, just uh, so yeah, just um, looking forward to to getting to getting a bit of a getting a bit getting a bit of a talk on about about the com. Oh, there we go. So so yeah, so Eddie, talk to us a bit about the comic. It's really interesting. You have this comic um, that you came out that actually you did a launch a Kickstarter launch for it last year. And it looks fantastic. And now you've taken this yeah. this comic, and you've been able to introduce it through ASAP Imagination through the Any One World platform. And the comic book series is, as as we said, is called uh, the comic book series. As we say, it's called Birth of Golden Arm. Um, it looks fantastic. I love the history behind it. I love it has this almost vintage science fiction comic to it where it takes place on different planets and there's it's science fiction and superhero all mixed together. Um, but you want to give people first kind of a, a, a background on how you came up with this concept of golden arm. Well, um, I think, I, I, I think, you know, the golden arm and the universe that he, that he exists in, kind of originate from two different two different places like um you know i began thinking of all these characters and like you know i think that i think the the kind of world took place by it like you know took shape by itself and that like you know the stories i was kind of coming up with kind of you know introduced these kinds of de these details that i wanted to include and like you know like like the the unit the universe kind of took place because of the because of the natures of, of the stories that I wanted to tell, and where you, where you have Golden Arm, like I I thought of you know a, a whole bunch of characters all interacting in their own in their own way in all these all these different stories, but then like I kind of had like it was almost like two worlds. There was kind of this like you know there, there was this um you know other otherworldly like you know um uh, uh planet destroying stories that i was that i was um kind of working on and then there was also the street stories which include a lot more emotion and a lot more like you know a lot more of a grounded approach so you know golden arm is someone who lies in kind of in the middle who, who allows me to tell both of these kinds of stories because he, he's, you know, one half of him is completely vulnerable and is completely human, but he's also got a god, a god on the other side of his arm, which allows me to tell these more epic stories and more of these, like, you know, these ones with higher stakes, but at the same time having a human side, which, you know, which, you know, you you have more, it's it's more grounded. It gives you a lot, a lot more, a lot more of a, of a space to explore more like emotional stories. 
So mm. that's that's kind of what I wanted, the kind of direction I wanted to take the story in. So talk to us a bit about as well the the premise of the story, the premise of the story that you've set up. It, there's uh, so we know like Golden Arm, he has half of his his arm is basically what is it the uh, the unstable essence of a god? Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So like um yeah so so basically like the the set the setup is is that like um is is basically he's he's dad is from the planet Saturn but is 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 his mom is from is from Earth so basically the in this historic um times in Saturn there was a war between Saturn and Jupiter which the god of the god of Saturn was involved in in the destruction of Jupiter because it it was stopping them from spread spreading like widespread widespread uh, destruction and like you know they were they were trying to influence influence the kind of regime wherever they could. So basically, once once Jupiter was destroyed, it left it left Rykomi as the god you see just on the left here. Left them all withered and 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 um you know unstable, so that's where that that's where you see Frederick's fate going like throughout this story, and and Rayconer realizes that Saturn is once again in peril, so he'll have to join forces with someone he trusts, and he chooses Frederick, which is you know the perspective from where I wanted to tell the story. And and so does this place take so does as you mentioned the planet Saturn is it do you have it in your in your world where there's different different planets are populated with different species Exactly yeah that's the kind of premise of it it's a kind of it's a kind of mythology around our solar system and it you know it in in this world like the the reason you and you and I you and I don't see um, aliens from other planets is the fact that this used to be the case, but um, there was was such a a widespread conflict that Earth realized that to keep themselves safe, they needed to block block themselves out from all the other planets. But then they started to see that how how technologically advanced all the other planets were becoming and they were getting the jump on earth so earth started to think okay let, let's let's open our borders and see like you know how how much we can benefit like from an economical uh, standpoint and you get people coming over to try and to try and cause cause trouble and take advantage of, of the earth and how how vulnerable it is as as rick starts to take his his place in the world he starts to he ends up being caught out caught up in one of these conflicts when he was a kid and he decides to uh, spend his life trying to trying to uh, battle these battle these these uh, threats that normal humans don't understand because he has more of a more of an insight on how they work so talk to us a bit about um what the different planets are and and what what kind of you know how are the how are the species and how did you design the uh the different planets from the perspective of like the culture and, and the population and things like that. I found that fascinating, the world building aspect of it. Yeah. Thanks. Well, like, 
to, to be honest, like I, I um like I, I think I think that that here on earth we have so much so much rich culture that's not like shared and it's not like appreciated as as it should be. And I feel like you can find inspiration from that kind of thing and it can seem very alien. So like a lot of these concepts and these this kind of artwork that I'm integrating, a lot of it is kind of inspired by different cultures from around the world. You know, it's like, like I guess with um, with Saturn, I kind of, I kind of have like a fusion between like you know, like um, it's kind of like Roman meets meets uh, like tri tribal like, like sub-Saharan African. Like that's that's the kind of thing um, to me in that kind of in that kind of sense. And you know, with all different with all different um with all different species from all different planets it was it was so it was I, for me it was so interesting to just fuse like two different kind of two two different kind of um cultures that and then when someone reads it it might it might seem alien because it's like you know you wouldn't see these things together but the you know for, for me they fit so well and when i when i kind of when when I kind of um, when these things take shape in my head, um, yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of what what comes to me first. Talk about chapter one. So you pretty much have, and how far have you written out? Uh, how far have you written out your Golden Arm series? Well, like um, see, uh, Golden Arm like started off as a as a graphic novel, and it was it, I I always. I always envisaged, envisaged like the the, fi the final product, like even before I started, and like I knew I knew how many elements that I was integrating into the story, and how I saw it as a graphic novel, which is what what I aimed for and what I went for, like off the bat, pretty much. But um, okay. yeah, so 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 like that. So my my Kickstarter, which was um, which is before my any one days uh what was the release of the full the full graphic novel um which i i, I did i did sell the first two the first two chapters beforehand but um yeah that that was kind of that's the kind of the way i saw it but at the same time like that was after i'd um developed like you know a small a small fan base so i i knew that when i was coming to any one world I wouldn't exactly, you know, I wouldn't exa exactly have the same pull. Like, you know, people would, people weren't gonna, you know, take as much of a chance on something that. They, like, I'm gonna go with my um, my chapters one by one, so I can kind of build up a bit of steam, and I can, you know, come and talk about each one because I did integrate a lot of, you know, concepts into the into these books, and I think I think it is important that I, that I slow it down a little bit and you know I have a chance to speak about each chapter before they come out because otherwise a lot of things might go go unnoticed but um as for how far I am with writing it I'm actually I'm actually starting to um starting to think about uh when to begin the sequel well no the birth of golden arm is one of three books which um you know the the birth of golden arm is and 
based on from Earth's perspective and how Earth reacts to all these kinds of changes going on around it. But then okay. going forward, we start to explore these other worlds and what what is keep it concise and keep it to, to three books, single every single uh, target, like before mm. before you know, before it ends. So talk to us a bit about where your inspiration came from that, from this as well. Did you have a character, like for instance, and we're talking about Frederick, did you have a character in mind that you wanted to tell a story for, or did you have a concept you wanted to explore, or did you have really getting to the world creating, like you say, listen, I love this idea about Saturn and how this this culture would look like. So what, what was your, how did you, what was your first inspiration to creating this story? I, I think I think I'd already I'd already like made the world in which he exists, and you know, um, so and like you know, there was all there was all this kind of history that I kind of I kind of had thought out, but it was just kind of and and I kind of knew the events which were going to take place, but I just didn't know what perspective to tell them from. And um, I think I, th I think there was so many diff like like I say like there was so many different kind of le levels to it. There was you know it, planets being destroyed, destroyed, but then again there was like more more hu human elements to it, which you know and I, I wanted someone invincible so I could tell the tell the big grand stories, but then like I wanted someone vulnerable so you could still get. You know a connection with them and you could still you could still like you know empathize with with someone so so that's why i kind of made golden arm because that's that's someone who sits right in the middle so i could tell you know every element to every story but um everything kind of everything like i think because i've because i've thought of because i thought of these things like so long ago everything's kind of matured as i've kind of aged so you know, as it started, everything, everything's you know, I, I might have put Golden Lamb in the center of these stories, but then the stories have kind of changed around him, and like, um, so, so like, um, you know, it's it's a bit of it's a bit of give and take, but uh, yeah, it was it, yeah, I, I would say it's the story that came first before the the character, but then you know, it's it's kind of been a bit in, interchangeable along the way. So, so talk to us a bit about uh, your process. So you're the one that writes this, and you're also the one that illustrates this, correct? Well, like I think the the story kind of just plays out in my mind. Like I I, I don't know, you know, it's weird. I've I've not spoke to anyone else about where the, what their process is, but I've kind so, of just made something that that um that kind of makes sense to me. So like uh, I kind of. I, I play the thing out in my head like it like it's a movie. Like you know, say, you know, it can be at any time. Like say, if I'm on a flight somewhere, or you know, say if I'm waiting in a long car journey, something like that. Like you know, the the kind of thing just automatically just plays out in my head. And like you know, I might things each time it plays, or like you know, there might there might be a kind of element that I work out, and it it you know it kind of just sticks in my head. So, so then like, I'll know what my starting point is and like, I'll know what, I know what every scene is and what it needs to contain. 
So then like say say if I'm starting on like you know one scene, I'll like um you know like I might I might get you know get my phone whenever I'm feeling creative and I might type out like a script for like a, a specific scene and just go as long as I can I can think. And then um you know like at different points which whichever I'm feeling I might write different scenes or whatever but then um I'll I'll go in chronological chrono, chronological order of like you know how things happen and um I'll I'll basically I'll 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 add these things that I have these kind of um, and then from there I'll I'll draw I'll draw the scene as you see in the background I'll I'll draw each scene like like I'm building a movie set so I'll, I'll draw the scene first and then I'll draw the people into it as if they're interacting within the within this kind of movie set and that's kind of and and then like you know I I feel, I feel like I do, I do it pretty much like a like a like a movie shoot like you know I'll, I'll add the special effects afterwards like you know you see this these flames like flying over his um his shield here and you know you see the kind of you know the onomatopoeias and stuff like that like or the way that they're rushing forward yeah and, and that's that's kind of the way i the way i build it up but like yeah yeah for, first as as i think most people do like i draw like the concept of of like each character and you know what the, what the outfit is like head to toe like um how the kind of powers will will like you know protrude or like how how they would kind of you know other mechanics are if that makes sense mm. So what what do you use as a as a system? Do you use Photoshop or do you do this? Uh, how do you draw out everything? Oh yeah, no, it's it's funny. I use I use Microsoft PowerPoint for everything. <laughs> oh wow, okay. So how does how do you do that then? It's all drawn out. How do you? <laughs> yeah. I'm really that's really amazing. Talk to how how did you do that? Well, do you know what? It's like um, you know, it's it's weird when I say it, but like uh. It kind of developed naturally because, like, I used because, like, I think when I was a kid, I used to draw like, uh, like cartoons on Microsoft PowerPoint, and I'd hit like, you know, I'd move things, and then I'd hit the arrow key, and I'll just flip through all the slides, and it'd be like, you know, a kind of cartoon. So, like, I was kind of really used to the you could use, but then, um, so like, I used to draw like my like my comic scenes in it, and I used to draw stuff by hand. And then, like, um, and then, and then, one day, I tried, I tried drawing over one of my drawings, but on PowerPoint to make it because I think because my hand's not very steady, I couldn't make the um, I couldn't make the drawings very very consistent. So I tried like just drawing over one. Like I think that's just what I'm gonna do, <laughs> and like. Um, yeah, I think the the tools are just are just something I understand. I guess like I think it's just I, I don't think any I, I don't think you know one tool is any is everyone's tool. If you know what I mean, I think if if you kind of understand it and like you know you can make it work, it, it works. I guess. So that's interesting. So how were you able then to export that into like a uh, a physical format? Well, yeah, like I, I just like you know, say 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 these say this page you see in front of you. I'll, I'll basically first 
like just draw a black square of like the, the the right the right aspect ratio and then like i'll draw i'll draw lines on on where i want the the panels to end up and then like i'll paste these scenes in like order of how they how they're going to go down and then i'll i'll paste i'll paste the characters and whatever's interacting with them like on onto the scenes and then like i'll i'll save this as a picture and then that's basically my that's basically one page done and then like you know i can i can do stuff like uh, change it to printable colors or i can um, you know change it to a pdf and then i can upload it to get printed that kind of thing what are some what are some tips that you recommend to give other comic creators if they're looking to create their own comic well i think it's just i think it's just time and i think it's just um you know fi finding finding a story that's that's worth putting in all the effort and it's it's about finding a, a way to make it happen like uh for, for me i di i didn't really know anything about making comics before i made the comic i just i just read that there's ways to that you know that i didn't even know you could pay other artists to, to to draw your comics i didn't know like you could um you know meet up with other writers and stuff like that i just thought if i need to make a comic i need to draw it and i need to write everything and i need to you know pretty much make what i see on the shelf so like um yeah like i i, I think the only way I managed to make it was finding that a finding that a story that I thought was worth sticking with for like you know for years because like you know I, I think I think um you know I, I think I spent like a year of of, of um starting and restarting uh before I thought I was in a stage where you know it was worth it was something that was worth continuing and then it wasn't till like two years later that I had like, you know, something, something that I thought was at least some, something that I could move forward with. And then like, I spent another six. Spot on that meant redrawing a lot of it, but I think I, I wouldn't have had the patience for all that if it, if I didn't think it was worth, if it, it was a story worth telling and, you know, like, and and then like you know i spent like another year uh promoting it and then like you know I, i'm then at the end of this uh, five you know four or five year journey and you know i'm i'm proud i'm proud of the way it turned out but uh, but that was only because i i was i was adamant and getting everything everything exactly uh perfect in, in my eyes so uh, yeah i think i think i think it's just it just all comes from passion really and that that's the only way that something's going to come into fruition. Mm, mm, yeah, that's a good point. Now, what what did what other advice would you give to uh, a comment creator who said who would say, "Hey, so Eddie, I I, I see that you had a a, a pretty uh, good successful Kickstarter. What would be some advice that you would offer to people in order to say?" take their comic and put it into a Kickstarter? Well, I think, I think for me, it was just, um, it was just, it was just, it was just fear of feeling like you've not, not do, done enough, which um, mm. made, made me do enough, I guess. Like, um, yeah, it was just, it was just like, um, because there was, there was so much, there was so much that needed to be put into it. 
to even get to to this level like which you know in, included like you know um doing all this kind of research looking at what other people do like um yeah just asking for others for 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 help and like guidance or like you know there's there's all kinds of stuff that you might not um you know understand going into these kinds of things because but for me i find it really tricky because you know i'm just a kind of one-man band i've, I've like you know it, it was kind of like i was having to spread myself quite thin between you know mm. uh writing the book you know controlling the the social media you know doing this kind of kickstarter stuff you know preparing everything and then and then after that was done, it was like all my time was going into like preparing everything and then sending it all out to all these different countries. But but yeah, like um, I think the main thing is just look 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 for advice for 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 people of uh, you know because because I, I think I, sometimes I ask for advice from people who were, who were you know leagues ahead of me, which you know it was it wasn't quite it wasn't quite translatable the kind of stuff like the advice that they were giving me. But, you know, when you see someone who is quite like you, who is, you know, succeeding in these kinds of things, it's 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 vital to kind of ask them, you know, hey, you know, what what's your kind of have you got any tips for me? Because, you know, like I, I, I think that's that's the that's the only way that, you know, people can can go in not not completely blind by by, you know, by the, by looking to the peers. Right. So. As we said, that you, th this came out on Kickstarter, and it was you know delivered to your delivered to your backers. How did you get introduced to ASAP Imagination and its Anyone World platform? Uh, do, do you know what? It was while I was doing a lot of the promotion for the for the Kickstarter, like because um, uh, Paul was 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 you know he was helping like sharing a lot of my stuff and like you know. I think it was from like two two like UK based creators. We kind of you know we we was out amongst all these you know you know some more more stateside kind of creators. So it, mm -hmm. it was it was nice to kind of talk to someone else who was you know in in a kind of similar boat, and you know he, he helped a lot with you know share, sharing some of the stuff and like you know we got talking and like. Um, yeah, I, I think um, you, you might have seen me do a few lives and like you know the the you know and we talking about you know my story and I think he, he kind of you know was invested also. So so yeah, that, that's when he approached me about joining the Sunny One World, and I thought through the Kickstarter I was kind of re reaching my limits with within promotion, and you know I, I'm still proud of what I did, but like I think. I, I I didn't have the means to push past this kind of barrier that I was reaching, which you know I was I, I was proud of reaching. But I feel like um, through anyone world, I can kind of reach new audiences, and you know, it, I can I can see where it goes because I, I still see like a lot of potential, and there's there's a lot more to come. And so, you have three chapters to this, correct? And that's it. No, so the, this is uh, the six chapters all together for this uh, wow. book. Okay, okay, and then after that, are you going to go on and talk and and do some creation of a different 
world altogether, or do you want to concentrate still into the Golden Arm universe? Well, I want to. I want to kind of funnel all my kind of creativity into uh, this universe because I feel like I've opened so many, so many boxes that like it deserves. It deserves like you know all my kind of attention. So I'm kind of. I'm kind of writing as if it's my. So, so I, I've kind of said to myself, it's going to be a three. It's going to be three graphic novels. So that's this is the first one, The Birth of Golden Arm. So then, I've basically I've, I've got these three no, novels, and I've got to fit in all my kind of creativity because it's it's you know it's a it's a it's a big task, but it's a it's a very achievable one, and especially with with all the kind of concepts that I'm kind of bringing up. I need to give them all the kind of time to shine within this kind of small time frame. So I, I think that will make something truly exciting because, um, you know, because I, I don't want it to be dragged out. I don't want the, the message to kind of be stretched. You know, I, I don't want it to be beaten to death. I want it to be like, you know, con concise, but at the same time, I want it to, to, be, to, to be extensive to a point where, you know, people can get a lot from it. So you have different characters within the your golden arms golden arm story. How do you differentiate between characters and personalities to make sure that each one stands out on its own? Well, like you know, I don't put I I, I never put like you know a character in, you know, for the for the sake of things. Like they're they're always they're always involved in the story, and. You know, a lot of the time, I'll come up with the, I'll come up with the personality before I come up with the character. Like you know, say say for all, for all these characters, like you know, I I want someone to come to come into the into the story with a particular energy, so that you know to to provide a different kind of a different kind of plot point and a different kind of dynamic to the story. So then, like you know. Then so then they'll kind of come into it, and then the kind of, the kind of you know the way they look, the way they act, the way you know, you know what whatever they do, that that kind of fits in with with the kind of energy that I want to project project into the story. If that makes sense, and you can kind of you can kind of grasp grasp that from like their expressions, from you know just looking around this, for example. And so. I'm kind of curious as well as like, do you have all the planets? Uh, do you have all the planets represented in your story? Uh, for for this one, I think um, I think most of them are represented, but within the within the whole the whole uh, book series, every planet will be represented because I want to explore as much as as much as I can. And do you even go into details also with like the moons of different planets as well? Yeah, they, they, well, they do come into um, they do come into play with, with within the plot. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that's 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 for a, a later date, I'd say. <laughs> mm. Is there anything within your story that you can't wait for your readers to discover? Is there a good plot point that you just can't wait for readers to to discover that you want to? Yeah, like I, I think, um, I think especially with chapter two, like I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested in, in seeing like, because, because this is kind of, 
because chapter two basically creates the fabric of the whole the whole novel um but it, it raises a lot of questions which which remain unanswered shall we say but like um yeah yeah like i i think i think there's there's so many plot points that i i put a lot into and i you know i i feel like i felt a lot when i was when i was writing it and creating it so like you know i i, I want to see whether these things kind of resonate and like um see see whether it gets the satisfaction it deserves and so because you not as we said you write it you illustrate it you color it you letter it you is there do you do every aspect of making this comic or is there any part of this comic that somebody else does um no I, well like um i i got it i got it edited like you know i got like when when i finished it like i got like you know some some people who are close to me who, who are quite into kind of I don't know. They're just kind of movie buffs, I guess. Like they, they just, they just like, uh, they just like movies. Like I got them to kind of read it to kind of see what they, they kind of think, and they, they give me their opinions, or they might, they, they might have thought, oh, change this dialogue. This sounds a little bit better, or like you know, this kind of seems more like the, what this person would say, or whatever. So, so like, um, yeah, because you know, I'm coming at it from a very singular mind, so I don't want to get too caught up in it and like you know I, I i want it i want it to i want it to be accessible as though at the same time as being my uh, brainchild should we say mm. and that's that's awesome um but even like the lettering and all that stuff you do all that stuff as well yeah it's all it's all me wow yeah. okay this is amazing. I've never, I've never talked to a, a comic creator that's 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 used PowerPoint as their illustration base. That's awesome. What's next with you and uh, Anyone World platform? Uh, so uh, next, next uh, um, uh, uh, chapter, chapter two will be will be dropped at some point, which um, which which remains unannounced. But um, yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm really enjoying the way. The, the way it's going because I, I you know I'm, I'm around a lot of a lot of more experienced creators and I think I can learn a lot a lot from them so so yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see to see where it goes because you know this is you know it's it's like you know I'm, I'm being I'm having a chance to to discuss like all these things that I've um you know I've I've held I've held you know just to one side like you know for 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 a long time so it's it's good that it's that i'm i'm getting a chance to kind of you know flesh out every every aspect of the story and like you know even 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 like come on here and like discuss you know chapter one which you know i might have flashed over but like um it's good that um, it's good that it's every chapter is gonna have a chance to breathe and i'm gonna be able to you know bring a lot more attention that's excellent. Um, so, so Eddie, if people want to find more of your work, what's the best place that people can go to? So, um, all my all my stuff is is available. So, so chapter one is available in a in download and in a physical copy on the Anyone web website. Just www.anyoneworld.com, which is in my bio on Instagram. And my uh, my handle on Instagram is at the birth of golden arm, 
which um yeah you can find the link to to all my stuff in my bio so yeah perfect all right well thank you very much eddie and listen you have to come back on when you have uh your your chapter two and chapter three and so on and so forth out yeah definitely yeah it's been good yeah yeah i appreciate that yeah thanks for having me on you're welcome